Hey parents, Pastor Jordan here, and thank you so much for joining us for this month's Parent Podcast. We are now releasing the audio version as well. It is gonna be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are available. So if you'd like the audio version, you can go over there and follow us there. As always, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more content like this and also for content for your kids. This month, uh, we brought in a special guest. With COVID-19 happening and um, the pandemic's raging on, the mental health crisis has been growing exponentially. And uh, we thought it would be great to bring in a marriage and family therapist to come and talk about anxiety in kids. Now, if you think your child is dealing with anxiety, there are some easy practical steps that you can follow in this month's podcast. We advise that you go seek professional help for you and for your family if you're dealing with any of these issues. Well, join us now as we start our parent podcast. Hello and welcome to our Evergreen Kids Parent Podcast. I'm Emily Neely, your Parent Connection Pastor. And I'm here with Stephanie Smith. She is a marriage and family therapist here in Olympia. She has extensive experience working with children and she goes to ECC. <laughs> um, Stephanie, I heard that you used to volunteer with kids here. I did. Um, can you share your best and if you have a worst memory with yeah. working with kids? Okay, I, I'm thinking the most challenging moments that I probably had uh, working in kids ministry were actually with kids that I know from like small group or outside of church and just kids who have a hard time kind of sitting still and kind of following the rules. And so I'm um, just trying to find them a, a job, you know, find them a place yeah. where they can kind of fit and grow and have a good experience when they might not be the, the kid who can sit still and right. hang in there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's probably one of the more challenging ones. Um, <laughs> And a good memory. Oh, let's see. I just, you know, when I worked in the bridge with the uh, fourth and fifth graders, I often got to do the small group for the girls. And I just thought they had the sweetest conversations sometimes. Oh, wow. Yeah. They have, a, they have good things to say. Good. I love seeing that little window into their lives when they really open up. It's really, really mm -hmm. great. Um, so I'm sure as a therapist, this past year has kept you pretty busy yes. <laughs> with the pandemic. Um, I read on cdc.gov that uh, mental health-related emergency room visits in children ages 5 to 11 has increased 24% uh, between March and October, mm -hmm. um, and it was even, boo, it was even higher uh, for kids um, ages 12 to 18. As a parent, I've worried many times uh, about the mental impact uh, of the pandemic on my kids. Um, have you seen an increase in anxiety and depression in kids in your practice? Yeah, I think I, I've been seeing similar statistics about increase in level of distress, especially in younger kids who who often aren't um, coming in with mental health problems that young. And so I think, you know, what I've noticed a lot of is most kids that I'm talking with relate to feeling lonely. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. that's where a lot of um, maybe depression might come from. 
And a lot of the anxiety, you know, is the same anxiety that we as parents might feel. It's sure. like, we don't know what's coming next. Right. And so not knowing kind of what's com- what's coming, when things are going to look normal again. Um, you know, it turned into a much longer experience than anybody yes. was expecting. <laughs> and so I think um, the same way that we're feeling as parents, like, it's even scarier from mm-hmm. their perspective. Yeah, and it's hard as a parent to not know what to say to your kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, how long is this going to last? And I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have no answers. Right, right exactly. Um, and outside of the pandemic, what are some other causes of anxiety and depression um, in children? Yeah, so typically there are just a couple of main kind of root causes. So one is, you know, if we, we have a family history, then mm-hmm. we might be a little more vulnerable. So that's an easy one to kind of identify our other people in the family dealing with these things. Sure. Um, more common for kids, I would say, is a big life change, um, a grief and loss issue, a big move, you know, things that from a kid's perspective are really life changing for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then how are they adapting? Right. So some kids seem to adapt really well, and some need some more time and support to do mm-hmm. that. So anytime there's a big life change, there's potential for some, you know, just emotional disruption for a time frame. And that's hard in kids, too, because it doesn't always come out in the way it would come out in us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? But, yeah, it really is anxiety and depression. Um, so specifically in children, what are some signs of anxiety? Oh, for anxiety and kids, especially younger kids, you know, they're not, um, they're not as verbal. <laughs> and you think about even as an adult, it can be hard to identify how we're feeling and why we're feeling that way. So especially when we're looking at early uh, elementary years and even later elementary and middle school, they're still not experts in describing how they feel. <laughs> so it often comes out in uh, like more tantruming, uh, problems with sleep, complaints of stomach aches are really common for kids with anxiety. They're not saying that they're worried. They're saying my stomach hurts. Okay. Um, avoidance of particular situations, avoidance of things that they used to enjoy, but now they don't. Um, very often it's that tantrumy kind of behavior that sure. you can't tell. It, why are we having a meltdown right, right. now? What is wrong with yeah. you? <laughs> right. Just get in the car so we can go to school yes. or just you know, do the thing I need you to do, and it's a meltdown instead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and are there any developmentally normal behaviors that are not anxiety-induced, but sometimes people, you know, say, oh, that's anxiety, or, you mm-hmm. know, my kid is feeling anxious. Yeah, that's what makes it so hard to tell the difference, mm-hmm. right, is anxiety is just really an amplification of a normal, healthy reaction to something. So sure. if a kid moves, you know, and has to start at a new school, you expect them to be nervous, somewhat. Mm -hmm. We still want them to be able to go to school. So it's really when you're looking at is this anxiety, it's is it rising to the level where it's really interfering with my kids ability to do the normal things they would be doing? Have they suddenly started refusing to go to baseball practice and they love baseball? Okay. You know, things like that where it's clear that there's something getting in the Mm -hmm. way. Okay. Now. That's great. Um, And are there any useful practical things that parents can do right now for kids who are feeling anxious? Yeah, I think they need a lot of reassurance. Okay. You know, a lot of, hey, uh, yeah, we might not have all the answers, but it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to be here and we're going to support you. Kids with anxiety need a lot of reassurance, a lot of reassurance. And then the balance is it's reassurance, but it's also a firm, gentle but firm pushing. Some of that structure and 
Yeah. 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 Anxiety is always going to tell you to run away from the thing that's causing you to feel alarmed or afraid. And so the treatment for that is approach the things that scare you, (laughs) right? You don't learn how to uh, become a good public speaker unless you actually practice public speaking. So the same thing with our kids. If I'm avoiding school because I'm afraid of the social situation or, or a new situation, we don't want to let them keep avoiding school, right. you know, but we want to be supportive. <laughs> we, we want to be this. kind, but it's also, hey, this is hard and you can do hard things. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I tell my kids that we can do hard things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we want to be as kind as we can. But right. if you think about it, like I have a hard enough time getting myself to do hard things mm-hmm. and kids, you know, they're going to, they're going to have a very hard time doing right. that on their own. So it's my preference that kids will lead the way and get some buy-in into, yes, there's a reason I want to conquer this thing that I'm afraid of. Um, But the truth is most of them can't conquer that on their own. They need somebody behind them who's loving them and pushing at the same time. Um, And when should a parent seek professional help and where might they find that, especially in our area? Yeah. Yeah. I think, like I said earlier, it's about uh, what level of disruption is this causing in our lives? So, you know, tantrums are pretty normal for young kids. It's about how often Mm -hmm. are they rising to a level where we think um, there's something more going on with this kiddo? You know, tantrum once in a while, no problem. Every day, that's a problem. More than more than once a day, that can be a problem. And of course, it depends on what do we think is the root of that tantrum. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just I want what I want, and you know, that's what it is. Until you give it. To me. Sometimes <laughs> it's I'm so terrified I don't right. know how to talk about it, and that's why I'm melting okay. down. So there's a little bit of detective work to do to figure out what do we think is causing this. Uh, but certainly, if it's rising to the level of like sometimes kids can't go to sleep because they're worrying so much and their mm-hmm. brain is so busy. Um, or they're waking up and they're tossing and turning and things like that, then it's probably a good time to maybe check in with, I I would start with pediatrician or family doctor first. They usually can get you connected with uh, a therapist who works with kids. Um, You know, I work at a clinic in town that, a Christian-based counseling clinic, which is nice too. That is nice. Um, But there are lots of really good therapists around that work with kids and, and that's a good resource. That's great information. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I know our parents would really appreciate that. Um, Excuse me. Do you have any book, podcast, or resource recommendations for our parents? Yeah, there are actually, you know, the technology is fantastic. So a couple of good websites to check out, seattlechildrens.org. Okay. Um, I checked out their website. They have some really nice videos. Uh, I think it's a series of six videos. And they also have some reading material and articles that you can look through, which is great specifically on kids' mental health, depression, and anxiety. Um, also ADHD, all kinds of mental health resources on there. So that's a great resource. Great. Um, you also can look at the mayoclinic.org oh, okay. and they have some resources as well that you can read through. Excellent. There's also um, just tons of mental health apps. And I think sometimes we don't think of apps for, for these purposes, sure. but there are lots of um, mindfulness apps and some are directed for kids, anxiety coping apps. Um, lots and lots of apps. So mm-hmm. I would suggest look in your Play Store and Great. see what they have. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Um, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Absolutely. It's such a timely topic. Um, and I know ECC parents and other parents are really going to appreciate it. So Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, thank you, parents, for watching and listening. Uh, the resources will be posted on our parent resource page, uh, evergreenpnw.com slash kids. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you guys need to find more resources or some of the resources that Stephanie talked about, you can find it over on our parent resource page. And as always, please seek out help if you need it, either by contacting a pastor or by seeking out a professional therapist who can help you deal with the issues of mental health with anxiety, depression, and the like. And as always, like, subscribe to whatever channel that you are uh, listening this on, whether it be Spotify or Facebook, to get more content like this and to get even more things for you and for your kids. Mm -hmm.